Welcome to Story Over Everything with Edward Atwell and Chaz Reed. What's going on, everybody? This is Aaron Edward Atwell from Edward Atwell Films, here with my my co-host, Chaz Reed. What's happening, Chaz? What's going on, everybody? You know who it is. (laughs) It's the co-host with the most. Chaz Reed, there we what's go. going on? What's going on? <laughs> oh man, I feel like we haven't talked in a while. It's been a while, man. We've, uh, yes. Yeah, we we pre-recorded that last episode like two weeks ago, and and haven't been back to it yet. And and it's been kind of busy. It's been you know with Thanksgiving, yeah, um, and editing. It's just been it's been pretty packed up the schedule. Uh, how was your Thanksgiving, dude? My Thanksgiving was cool, man. Uh, um, we went to. Um, one of this, like this church member's house and ate. So it was pretty dope. I've never had a Thanksgiving where we actually passed around like the plates, um, like the, the dishes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, got your little sharing out of it. It's kind of my, my holidays have always been like, we have a separate room with like a table with the spread of foods. You go and yeah. make your food and sit down. But this was like all on a big long table, like, passing the dishes what it was pretty cool I've never that sounds pretty that. cool it seems like something from a movie mine's yeah. like what you described just a second ago like the food's yeah. just all in there and like you just get what you want and yeah. go sit down and go sit down and watch the game <clears throat> Dude, that's dope. what's up that's what's up anything else new in your world um no not really man how was your um thanksgiving it was good well it was mostly good um i mean thanksgiving was was uh you know food was good company was good family was mm. doing good Mm-hmm. Um, the the only bad news is my wife's grandmother. Uh, her health went kind of downhill mm-hmm. the uh, the day before Thanksgiving, like the night before. So she was actually in the hospital, wasn't able to make it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, we're trying to still see how that plays out. Yeah. But you know, we hope she's gonna do, be okay. Yeah, man. Podcast yeah. listeners, man, make sure y'all send a prayer up. You know, shout you out to God, um, Allah, whoever you worship. You know, as long as they, <laughs> you know, anybody bad. <laughs> Yeah, just just send some positive vibes, you know, yeah, our man. way. Yeah. Uh, cool. Well, Chaz, this is a this is a new episode for us, and you're kind of like the host today. Uh oh, the host with the most. Uh-oh. The host with the most. <laughs> I like so, yeah, that. I'll let you take it from here, man. You know, you planned this one out. Uh, you've got the the nuggets. You've got the the charge. Take lead. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um. So yeah, guys, this episode is a little different. You know. Aaron, he's very organized when it comes to this stuff. I'm the wingman, like I wing it, but we're gonna make it happen because it's a it's a subject that I like talking about, um, and it's a subject that everybody has to deal with. And mm-hmm. the topic of the day is off season. Dun dun dun. <laughs> um, nobody likes off season, but that doesn't mean you have to stop what you're doing. Um, to deal with off season. So Aaron, let me ask you this. Um, yeah. what's your, what's your biggest gripe about off season when it comes to wedding videography? My biggest gripe about off season. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I don't like that. Not a lot of people get married in the winter, at least here in North Carolina. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's definitely some, you know, I've had a couple winter weddings, but yeah. you know, it just kind of slows down as far as, uh, you know, shot shoots, not shots. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the actual, the weddings, they kind of slow down at this time of year yeah. and it kind of bums me out cause it gets me out of my groove, you know, right. I've got a lot of, a lot of downtime that I've got to fill. 
Yeah. Um, but, you know, that's okay. It's part of the game. It's all about, you know, preparing and, you know, planning properly, uh, yeah. which we'll probably get into, I guess. You know, this We is, are, man. We are. And since you, actually, um, since you actually brought that up, we might as well just roll right on into it. and um, Keep rolling. Just um, so what's what's one of the things that you've learned about prepping for um the off season? Like, what's some of your some of your tips that you might have for everybody when it comes to you know off season? Yeah, so let me explain my off season a little bit, um, and it'll start with my payment plan that I have people on. You know, when we do the the wedding deal, mm-hmm. um, so it starts. You do a twenty five percent deposit, mm-hmm. um, and then. 10 days before the wedding, you pay the remainder. Mm-hmm. Um, I've actually started toying with another payment method, but that's for a different episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so the the goal is, you know, once the wedding comes around, you know, you get the rest of that money and, you you know, you got to split it right, right both times. You know, you can't just like take the whole first 25 and think, all right, well, this is my paycheck because mm-hmm. you want the money now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when the other time comes around, now you got to pay like expenses and taxes and, you know, all your other business expenses. Right. Um, so it starts there and making sure you split those things properly, at least mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, and see, that's why, you know, with somebody like me who slows down, uh, during the winter and the most of my money comes from that second payment, you know, mm-hmm. not really much comes from that first 25, right. you know, because I'm paying for like music licensing, website stuff, mm-hmm. insurance, taxes. And so a lot of that first, you know, chunk of money goes to expenses Right. So you get into a spot when it slows down that you're no longer getting those chunks of money, mm-hmm. um, which I like to combat. And you know what? I'll save that. I'll, I'll uh, see what you do for there. I don't you know, I don't want to explain everything all too quickly here. No, you're fine. Go ahead. All right, cool. Um, so what I do uh, to combat that is so during the winter season, um, I kind of reverse it. So, mm-hmm. the you know, I'm still booking weddings. And instead of paying a lot of the expenses out of the first chunk, I'll pay them out of the second chunk this time mm-hmm. and use that, you know, that beginning chunk towards, you know, paying Aaron. Uh, yeah. Cause that's, if we're, if we're being honest, that's what's most important is that right. I get I paid. Agree. <laughs> I agree. <clears throat> um, so also, you know, it's important uh, when you're, when you're paying yourself uh, to make sure you do it properly throughout the year. Uh, so that way you don't get to a point where, you know, you get like, hey, man, I need, like, Chaz, can I borrow five bucks so I can eat some McDonald's today? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, managing finances, uh, especially when you're self-employed, is essential right. uh, to make sure you plan properly. And, you know, like right mm-hmm. now, I know me and Chaz have been talking, um, and my winter is really slow. It's a lot slower this year than it was last year. Um, but thankfully, I plan properly throughout the year, and my bills are paid until March. Mm-hmm. So, you know, ain't going to be no homeless Atwells out there today. There you go. You're always <laughs> um, welcome here. Yeah. Hey, man, I appreciate that. I'm going to sleep in that <laughs> office right there. You're in. <laughs> um, no, so, you know, I would say that's one of the biggest keys, guys, is I know the temptation is there mm-hmm. um, to, I, I don't want to say be greedy, but take all the money for yourself. Right. Um, but you want to make sure that, you know, you do plan because there's going to be some seasons where it's like, man, not a lot going on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, at least in my experience, there is. Right. Right. So, yeah, that's that's my tip. Yeah. Um, off season definitely varies year to year. Um, mm-hmm. 
this offseason isn't it's not as bad. Um, it's not the worst that I've experienced, but it's not, you know, um, nail biting or anything either. Um, right. I'm, I'm, I'm very similar to what you do. I, I just I disperse my money a little differently. I have uh, multiple accounts, multiple bank accounts um, and one bank account. I don't have a card for it's all online. It's through um, Alley. I think that's what it's called. But um, what I do is I transfer a certain percentage of everything that I make, even the deposit money. I transfer a certain percentage of that over to the um, the online bank. And why the reason why I have an online bank without a debit card or any type of fast access to it is so I don't touch it. You know, right. I'm okay with um, money management, but at times I can be a little bit um, YOLO-ish, you know. Um, <laughs> I'm, you. I'm quick to buy some gear, man, um, or, you know, dump money into marketing or something. And so I want to make sure I don't touch it. Um, yeah. It's a little it's a little lame in the beginning, but trust me, when, when the slow months hit, they hit, man. And if you're not... Um, working throughout the year to build other relationships outside of wedding clientele um it's going to catch up with you so what i like to do during well it's really all year long but my main focus is during off season is i'm doing um all of the the business shooting the um Mm -hmm. um i deal with real estate agents um i deal with small businesses um, and stuff like that. Um, you tend to, I tend to shoot a lot more branding stuff during the um, the off season and real estate. I kind of do that all throughout the year, just because it's it's kind of easy money, you know. Right. Um, once you get the hang of things, and you can kind of do those during the week as well. So that's something else that can bring in possible income for you throughout the year. But you definitely want to connect with you know, smaller businesses that aren't really um, seasonal, you know? Yeah, for Um, sure. One thing that I I did when I first started was, man, I looked for freelance jobs everywhere. Um, Craigslist. Craigslist actually came through a lot, but you have to be on top of things. Um, I had an app that I used to use that I set it up when... When it used a keyword and somebody typed in a keyword in one of their postings, I would get an email about it. Mm-hmm. And so as soon as it came through, I was like on top of it. And um, that worked a lot. Um, you can use Instagram as well. I try to put everybody on Instagram. Yeah, but, um, you put me on Instagram. Yeah. What you want to do, guys, is you want to you want to search for hashtags in um, that particular market that you're interested in and in shooting in. Um so just say for instance you want to look at um you want to look up um you say you want to shoot a, a commercial or something for bakeries in in um Chapel Hill or something um Chapel Hill <laughs> North Carolina. So what you would do is go on Instagram and you would search hashtags Chapel Hill bakeries or something like that. Yeah. And what it do is it'll bring up those particular, um, particular businesses in that, um, that that use the hashtag, and then you just check out their page, man. And you kind of, 
look at their page, look at their website, see what you can bring to the table. And a lot of times, if you word the thing, your, your communications properly, they'll bite on the bait that you give them. Um, you know, especially if they don't have any video and all their yeah. photos are like um, freaking cell phone pictures or something, you know, you want to preach to this particular company like, hey, you know, I'm a freelance videographer, photographer, whatever you want to call yourself. And mm-hmm. just tell them that you're you're interested in seeing if they would, you know, be interested in some some video marketing or something. And um, you just got to hustle, man. You know, you'll get you'll definitely get more no's than yeses, but sooner or later you'll get those yeses. And it's just you just right. got to rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, just do it and do it and do it. And um, um, I really forgot what I was about to say. That's cool. I have something to say. Um, you didn't cut me this off, something. Man. Do what? You didn't even cut me off. That's I did, good. Man. You're I'm not, I told you I was man. working on it. You're improving. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got things we can work on, right? Um, no, so this is something me and Chance were actually talking about uh, probably, it may have been last week, maybe the beginning of last week. Mm-hmm. Um, so something I fall into the trap of sometimes is, and you know, I don't want to, because I know we got a user question that's about the same thing, uh, so mm-hmm. I don't want to answer that question yet. Um but working for lower rates. Mm. So sometimes like I get into this mindset where like, I cannot accept less money than X, right. you know, for this type of work. Right. But you know, if it means that my kid is going to have a Christmas, then I may need to, mm-hmm. you know, rethink my standards based on, you know, the right. current situation in my market. Right. 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 Um, now what I mean by that is like, let's say I think last April, you know, I want to say I sold like sixteen thousand, maybe eighteen thousand dollars worth of wedding videos. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a great month. But every month doesn't have to be that way, right? Um, so you know, don't be afraid that you know you might book a, a six thousand dollar job last month, but you know if you need a grand this month and somebody's going to pay you fifteen hundred for a video, maybe you should do it. Right. Um, Absolutely. Don't be afraid or fall into that mindset of you know, that's moving backwards right. because, you know, anytime you're providing for your family, if you need to, that, there's no way that can be considered backwards. Yeah. Um, yeah. that's considered being smart, um, Hustle. and Get doing what's necessary, you know, to make your business and your family grow. Right. Right. Um, yeah. And, and on that, you know, I'm like Chaz, uh, this is the time of year, <clears throat> you know, last year, uh, last winter, I should say, uh, I did a ton of business shoots in the winter and you know the early spring um you know i plan on doing the same thing this year and also i've got a few companies that i edit for from time to time Mm -hmm. Uh, so you know when things you know when i need some extra cash you know especially for christmas mostly for christmas for me uh because you you guys know i got five kids so christmas is uh it's a big expense around here um and we like we like to go big on christmas we like to have a lot of fun and you know, just make it a really cool experience for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you know, through the winter I'll do that. I got the the commercial shoots that I'll do, um, and then I'll also pick up some editing. You know, to fill those hours during mm-hmm. the week when I'm not doing anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it's good, and it's uh, it can be daunting. You know, at least for me, um, because I like to have everything. I like to be able to see how things are going to work. All right. And you know, when you own your own business, it's not always that way. Right. Uh, you can you can plan and you can prepare and you can think you know what's happening, but sometimes there's a curveball, and you just gotta keep your head up and like Chaz says, keep hustling. Yeah, it'll happen. Yeah, just don't quit, don't give up, keep at it. Yeah. Um, 
Definitely, definitely. Um, you want to consider your pricings because you know, desperate times call for desperate measures. Um, mm-hmm. Don't be a fool and you know, low bar yourself on something that's not out of season. You know, and not for don't low bar yourself for something that's during that's not during the off season. Right. You know, so if somebody say, "Hey, yeah, I'm getting married," blah blah blah, you know, in April or whatever. Don't um, take that for lower. Don't 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 do it. I'm telling you right now. Right. Because come April, when you're doing those <laughs> higher paying jobs, you got to do this one stupid low paying job. You're gonna be frustrated, yep. and you're gonna be like, "Man, why did I freaking do this stupid mess?" And yeah, and undoubtedly, you'll yeah. have somebody contact you about that same date. You know, trying to pay triple of what you booked it yep. for. Yeah, you already logged in, man. So yeah. you know, um, but crazy fact, our off season is actually the biggest engagement season. This is proposal right. season, everybody. Mm-hmm. So right now, everybody's going out, buying their freaking Zales and Ks, whatever, and, you know, the cubic zirconiums <laughs> for the people that you don't want right. to film their wedding for. And right. um, <laughs> But so keep in mind, if you can afford it, right now is the time for you guys to be doing your heaviest marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, so like me, I'm... I'm I'm consistently dumping money in marketing right now, um, a lot more than you know throughout the year. But at the end, at you know, at the end of 2019, it'll all have paid off, you know. Um, right. So keep that in mind. Our off season mm-hmm. is the peak season for engagements. So um, yeah. Um, yeah. I got one more thing to add on that topic. Hit me with um, it. There's this photographer I like. Uh, his name is Jason Lanier. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you know some of these listeners may have heard of him, some maybe not. Um, but he's he's consistently charging a whole lot of cash for pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, and I watched an interview of his one time. You know about how so many people in this industry are like, you can never go below your price. Like it'll just be a disaster if you go below your price. Mm-hmm. Um, which I partly agree with, but I partly don't. Um, but he went on to say that that's the dumbest thing he's ever heard. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of like what Chaz just said, that if somebody's getting married, you know, on a on a Friday morning in January, and they're going to pay me a couple grand, like, I'm going to take that job. Mm-hmm. Because what else am I going to be doing on Friday morning in a January 3rd that's going to be able to pay that much money? Strolling on Instagram, losing right? money. Right. It's not going to be Sonic Burgers or Burger King. Yeah. Like, you know, they're not going to give me a couple G's to come in. Yeah. So, you know, if you're charging five grand for a video um, and somebody's offering you twenty five hundred and, you know, on a Tuesday afternoon that you don't have any any leads on. Mm-hmm. Might not be a bad idea to take that one. Yeah. Don't let don't let that um, don't let that dignity make you eat oodles and noodles for. Right? for your <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, swallow your pride and go out to dinner. Don't yeah. don't sit at the house with ramen noodles thinking, you, you know, now I look like a boss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember um, my first slow season. Um, Man, I was I was editing for this guy. I had a club gig and he he wanted me to edit. um like weekly videos from clubs in um, New York. I think it was some in Miami mm-hmm. and um, Houston. And man, I think I was getting paid like 50 bucks a week for that. <laughs> it was really bad. And it was so frustrating because like, he want me to tag all these people. 
And I didn't know the people and this and that and going back and forth. And yeah, it would take me like a day or two days to do this little stupid trailer. But I would get the $50, man. And um, like I can remember like the $50, like, yo, <laughs> it, would, it would come in clutch. It would come in clutch because my biggest thing was, right. especially when I first started, was as long as it's involving film. And it's paying me money, I'll do it, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's how my 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 background is so diverse because man, I tell you, I've done I've filmed freaking stuff you wouldn't believe. Like, you know, <laughs> just because, you know, I, I had to know. pay those bills, man. Yeah. Like I ain't never filmed no porno or nothing crazy now, <laughs> but <laughs> Hey, you know, that's what everybody was thinking, too. Yeah, I know. If the money's right, you know. Uh, no, I'm out. <laughs> There's lines I can't cross. I'm, I'm hitting you with the macro lens and everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Have you... Uh, I've got asked to film some weird things. Not... I mean, a couple people have mentioned that before. Mm-hmm. You know, not... I don't think in seriousness. Usually there are other video people like, hey, have you ever done this? You know, yeah. being kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Um, or photographers. Uh, there's some weird photographers out there. Mm-hmm. But... I've been asked to film like births, you know, at like the hospital mm-hmm. and stuff like that, like birthday parties. I've never done any of those just mm-hmm. because it seemed like I don't want to. I don't want to video that. I film. I um. I had the opportunity to film a wet uh, um a funeral one time. Man, I got. <laughs> I had an inquiry this year about a funeral. Yeah. Um. It was for a little girl, and I was thinking like, I don't, man, I don't know if I could do this. Like mm-hmm. my my happy videos are already kind of sad. Like this one might just this might hurt people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mine was an old dude. So, did you do it? No, I didn't do it. No, I don't, I don't I didn't, like funerals. Man. I, I can't do it. I didn't either. <laughs> I can't do it. No, I have to go. I'm, I'm not going. I'm out on funerals, man. Uh, so, what do you got next? Um, what do you mean, like lined up work wise? No, I mean for the podcast. Oh, um, yeah, question wise. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> my bad. Everybody um, give it up for Chaz Reed. Give him a round of applause. Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> um, so I wanted to give you guys a couple a couple sources you can use to um, find freelance jobs. Um, mm, that's a good idea. It took me a long time to create this list, but it also saved my, um, my backside a couple times. Um, I have about... 40 different websites. 40? Yeah. For just what? for just freelance jobs. Um, I didn't know of 40 websites. Yeah. So I'm not going to name all 40 of them, but I will give you a couple that are, are pretty, you know, pretty cool. Um, one idea everybody can do for people that want to shoot some more just to get practice in is you can shoot um, stock footage. So mm-hmm. you can become a, a, a contributor to um, Shutterstock, um, Video Blocks. Um, and, um, um, what's the other name of it? Um, Adobe, Adobe has one. Mm-hmm. We can shoot, um, stock footage and upload that. It's not as fast paying, you know, um, as things might be, but it's another source of income, you know? So yeah. let's say, let's say this off season, let's say your money's okay. Like you'll be fine without, you know, really bringing any, a lot of bank this, this couple months. So what I would do is I would go out and shoot like a ton of stock footage um, of just whatever. And I would upload it to all these different um, platforms. Right. 
And, right. you know, so next year rolls around and people are in the need in the in the market for stock footage. So what's going to do is going to start cutting you checks um, throughout the year without mm-hmm. you doing any more work. You know, instead of you sitting around twiddling your thumbs and, you know, <laughs> watching um whatever series on life Netflix. below zero or something hey listen 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 <laughs> life below zero and what was it i saw yesterday a, a true north or something like that north something i like those alaskan <laughs> survival movies i mean series so i'm actually gonna watch them today whenever i feel like jiving around but um, oh man <laughs> sorry i didn't mean to interrupt I have to. so um yeah, you can use those and shoot stock footage, guys. You know, easy way to get money. Um, also got some some freelance websites that you can also check out. You can make profiles and get up there. Um, mm-hmm. One is Outsource.com. Um, you have Behance.com, Glassdoor, um, Local Solo, Production Hub, Creative Cloud. I mean, get out your creative, pens and papers, cloud. people. Huh? I said, get out your pens and papers, people. Yeah, or just listen to the podcast again. That's cool. Yeah, um, give us more listens. That's good. Creative um, Cal, that's a good one. Um, you can find jobs on Indeed. A lot of people don't think like, you know, the the job searching stuff. Um, you know, the job searching websites don't offer us jobs. They do. Um, you can do stuff on Fiverr, Fiverr.com. Hmm. Um Craigslist, again, Craigslist, man, it's just a ton of things out there um, that you can find, you know, freelance jobs on and stuff. Um, don't let this freaking off season get you guys depressed. Oh, matter of fact, Here matter of fact, I think I should say, I'm going to save that for the nugget of the day. Oh, the nugget of the day. And you got to come up uh, with nugget of the day music too, man. I do. I'm actually, I've got somebody working on it right now. I need some nugget of the day music. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be, I'm going to drop it in the podcast. Like once yeah. I edit it, Yeah. Um, yeah it's going to be that. dope. It better be dope. I paid $300 <laughs> for it. So no, I'm playing. I didn't. <laughs> Your face. I, was like, what? <laughs> no, I wouldn't have I paid didn't. $3 for it, but um, no. <laughs> yeah, I'll save my nugget of the day. Let me write it down. Cause I forget. Yeah, so I'll go ahead and, and say that all of those sources uh, Chaz just talked about, I have not tried a single one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, there may come a day. I may just try them just to you see how they go. Maybe, Tell you know, that would help me give other people advice too, you know, on some things to, that are out there. Um, what you guys got to remember, though, is Chaz has been doing this longer than I have um, as far as professional video production goes. And, you know, he's been around the block. He knows what he's talking about. So... You know, if I was if I was listening to this, um, you know, take it to heart. You know, he's he's went through these things. He's struggled. He's got through it. So now you don't have to. Yeah, man. Just listen, and you know, pay attention to some some of this wisdom he's got here. I told you guys, Chaz was wise. He knows what he's talking about out here. Be humble, guys. I'm telling you. Mm. Be freaking humble. Don't That's ever right. get you know on that freaking that high horse where you say, "Man, I shot this for this much." and I can't do it. All right. When times yeah. get hard, you know, I'm telling you, I would I would <laughs> much rather shoot something for, you know, a little bit of money and be in my field than be, you know, applying mm-hmm. for a job at McDonald's. Yeah. You know? so, I can't work. I can't do that. I'll never yeah, go back to a regular job. I'm telling you guys, it's up to you. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm with you on that. But, um, 
Yeah. So I guess now we can um, roll into the user questions that you said you had. Yeah. Let me grab my phone real quick because uh, I got them saved on here. <clears throat> and here we go. So actually, that's the wrong page. I'll put some nugget of the day music here. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we've got a couple um, questions. We'll start with this one first because uh, it's kind of related to what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. um, it says, what steps do you take in the off season to set yourself up for a successful on season? Um, and then what would you recommend for filmmakers approaching their first off season? So a lot of that we've already covered, um, mm -hmm. you know, with all your tips that you gave. But one thing that I want to reiterate, and of course, you know, anything you want to talk about, of course, you can add it in. Um, as far as setting yourself up for a successful on season during the off season, um, don't don't book those weddings that you really want to um, for lower than you need to. Mm -hmm. So, like, you know, we're, we're talking about being humble and, you know, doing what it takes to get through the off-season, which is fine. Mm -hmm. um, but don't jeopardize your on-season for the off-season. Don't do it, man. Um, you know, pick up more work during the off-season. That's good. That's great advice. But, like, I'm telling you, if you book, don't do you it. know, nine nineteen nineteen for 600 bucks, you will regret it. I'm telling you. Look, Chad, Chad's you. face is like, I've I'm done just, this before. Man. Um, and man. so have I, man. I've done that before, too, when you're like, <laughs> you know, it's not that much lower. I could use some cash now. Why not? Mm -hmm. And then, mm -hmm. sure enough, you know, somebody hits up your email and it's like, oh, man, I just found your work. I will do mm -hmm. anything, whatever it takes to have you at my wedding day. And they're like, my max budget is like $4,000. And you're like, mm, well, I did book this one for 600 so what now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's one of my biggest tips <clears throat> um, is don't – to set yourself up for a successful on-season, uh, don't jeopardize it by being desperate. Yeah. Just keep keep a cool head and work hard and things will happen. Yeah. Um, but don't don't ruin your next year for this winter. <laughs> Just yeah. don't do it. And what do you got seasons, on that, man? Off-seasons change depending on your location too. Like we're in North Carolina, so I would say our off-season here is like – Mm -hmm. December through like March, like the to like mid March maybe. Mm -hmm. Um that's pretty much our off season. You know, you might be in a place where it just it's freaking cold all the time and people don't care and you know, your off season might be different. Um That's true. Or you might be like somewhere where it's warm all the time and yeah. people don't care. Yeah. Um you can also depending on what, how you how you do your marketing Instead of dumping your market in the, like your local area, change the demographics. You know, um, you know maybe maybe you can book somebody in Hawaii and they want to fly you out during December go. or something. You know, it's the way to think. But again, 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 listen, guys, <clears throat> y'all better listen to this this off season stuff, man. I'm telling you because it will come back and haunt you. It is. Like, so this isn't a flashy podcast. Like sometimes our information is like, I feel like, like, oh, that's good information. And like people want to hear that. Yeah. People don't want to talk about all seasons. Nobody wants, to, nobody wants to talk about ramen noodles and $50 jobs. <laughs> you know? This but go ahead, stuff. man. This is the behind the scenes, people. The stuff that these, these um, crazily overpriced videographers don't talk about, you know? But we mm -hmm. keep it real. Like, got to be real. Yeah, and my nugget of the day is going to help you keep it real as well, too. There we go. We're but, getting closer. Um, yeah. You ready to roll into this second question? Let's roll, man. All right, so the second question is this. What is your approach to clients asking about pricing and packages? 
Is it black and white, or do you work with couples and their budgets? Mm. Um, <clears throat> so for me, it's both. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the thing that's important is that it's not about lowering price or raising price. It's about value. Mm-hmm. So my value always has to be consistent. Um, so let's say if I, my middle package is $3,500, mm-hmm. you know, that's the one I'm wanting people to book. Um, and in that package, it's got a, I think it's like a six or seven minute highlight video, depending on the day. I, I give them a little range there, so I've got some room to be, you know, mm-hmm. to work with. <clears throat> and they get uh, the full ceremony video and an Instagram teaser. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think the middle package has 10 hours of coverage for me. Mm-hmm. So at $3,500, you are getting all of that. But let's say I like this couple. Um, they've only got three grand. Mm-hmm. They don't want the lower package because nobody wants the lower package because it's not worth buying. Right. <clears throat> um, so what what can I do there? It, so a couple things that depends on for me is what is the day? Is this a day that I'm likely to book for you know full price or more mm-hmm. um, in the future? If it is, then I'm not I'm not going to go down on it. You know, yeah. like I've said, if it's nine nineteen nineteen, I'm not going down on that price. Nope. I just, I won't do it because it's, I know that somebody else is going to book that day. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, but let's say it's, you know, August 15th and I already know the weather's going to be 200 degrees and this is an inside wedding, nice couple. <laughs> um, so I'm thinking, you know, here's what I'll do. Uh, you've got three grand. My price is 3,500. Mm-hmm. So I won't lower the price and give you everything. If I lower the price any, I have to also lower deliverables. Yep. So you can have a shorter video, you can mm-hmm. have less hours, maybe both. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can cut out that teaser, you can cut out that ceremony. I mean, but I'm not afraid of, you know, working with people to make things work for me and them. Um, you know, as long as I'm maintaining the value that I initially had. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think where people get hurt there <clears throat> is like, let's say my, my middle package is 3500 and this couple's like, well, we've got 2500 and we love your middle package. It would be easy to be like, okay, we'll just have it. I'll give it to you for twenty five hundred. Right. But then you're lowering your value because so it, in their mind now, they're thinking, well, was he actually worth thirty five, mm-hmm. or was he just overpriced on himself, hoping to get more money? Mm-hmm. Right. So I think it's always important not necessarily to stick to pricing, but to stick to value. You can mm-hmm. never give this perception that oh, well, I was kind of overpriced, you know, hoping somebody would buy it, but I'm willing to do less. Yeah. You know, th- we're not selling used cars out here. Don't don't bargain yourself. Yeah. Um, unless you're doing like a volume brand. If you're a bargain price guy or girl and, you know, you'll take 600, then take 600, you know, it's right. each their own. But if you're trying to be a premium brand, um, you know, like if I go over to um, Nike headquarters, they're not going to give me their newest pair of sneakers for, you know, 100 bucks off because that's just not how they work. You know, they know that their product, they know their quality, they know their branding um, and they're not willing to go below that value. But, you know, what they could say is like, hey, we've got some Nikes on sale over at, you know, Finish Line that you can go check out that are in your budget. <laughs> this week I'm sharing the five. Yo. What, what is, what's going on over here? You know, I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm listening to you and I'm watching you. Yeah. And, um, you know, you always look like somebody to me, man. Oh, here we go. <laughs> well, this is, all, this is public information, Chaz. <laughs> and, you know... You were moving your eyebrows like um, I think his name is Simon or or something from from um, DSLR guy on YouTube. The you know the the, the young London cat. No, show me this dude. 
Um, can you see him? Hold on, I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna turn it down. Let me see. <laughs> this guy. This is a child. Hold on. Hold on. No, no, I'm just looking at gear. Hold on, he's coming. He's I'm sure coming. he'll be here in a second. That guy. That. <laughs> you know him? You yeah, know I've seen him? him before. Yeah, he's not yeah. bad though. No, he's he not what bad he's at all. About. You were just moving your eyebrows like the way oh, he yeah. talks. He moves his eyebrows like that. But um, sorry, sorry about getting off subject. Um, it's okay. A little off subject's okay with me too. <laughs> um, so yeah, about that. Um, so if you're gonna if you're gonna ask for prices, or if you're gonna just be straightforward, figure out what you want to do first. You know. Um, mm -hmm. if you're going to have your prices, you know, listed or whatever, or you're firm with your prices, that's cool. Be firm with your prices. But if you want to ask for prices or whatever, nine times out of 10, people are going to say, well, we really don't know, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Listen, this is like a football game. All right. Right. When they ask you that, you know what guys, they're on the offense. They're trying to score. Mm -hmm. Okay. So in order for you to be on the defense, you don't tell them the price, man, because if you tell them a price, you either <laughs> you either just let them get the touchdown or you turn over on the downs right there, guys. You see right. what I'm saying? Yeah. So, if so you tell either them they're price like, first. <laughs> I, no, I did this. Let me let me share this real quick. So my first my third wedding uh, I booked, I think it was my third one for twelve hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, and man, did I really shoot myself in the foot? Because mm -hmm. this is exactly what happened to me. This this lady, uh, she sent me a message on Facebook, and so I pulled up her profile. I always stalk everybody that messages me because I want to yes, know what, what kind of people you are. He really does. Um, <laughs> and so she's like, you know, how much would it cost for this? And you know, I was feeling crazy because you know I just worked the five hundred dollar wedding and the six hundred dollar wedding, so I was like, I'm gonna go wild, mm -hmm. and I told her twelve hundred bucks, mm -hmm. and she lost it. She said mm. she was sure that she was going to have to pay at least 3000 for me to come. Mm. And then I was like, gosh, I could have said more. Mm. Um, not that mm. I'm like trying to price mm. gouge mm. out here, but it's exactly what Chaz is talking about. Like, for, like I could have said 2500 and she would have said, okay. Yep. And so what I did was I gave up all of my, my power, all my weapons, and I turned it, it over on downs. And she scored. Like, it, it, was, it, a, it was a Hail Mary. It's easy to go down on your quote, but you cannot go up on a quote, you guys. Can't. So it's it's always <laughs> better to be overcharging or overquoting than under uh, underquoting. Because if you tell somebody, you know, this happened to me one time in the very beginning. I booked the wedding for like maybe like a thousand, not maybe not even that, maybe like seven hundred bucks or something. Mm -hmm. And um, I got nosy after the wedding. And I looked at the photographer's website and their packages start started at like three or four thousand mm dollars. -hmm. And I was like, what in the world? Like, I'm out here running around like a chicken with my head cut off for this <laughs> measly seven hundred dollars while this guy had to come out here for at least three grand, <laughs> you know. So um, and another thing too, um, I got a homeboy. He's uh he's a millionaire, all right. Mm -hmm. You don't have to tell him about me, Chaz. That's personal. Okay, well, I take that back then. I got this homeboy. He's a thousandaire. Right, there we go. That's more accurate. Okay. okay, that was good. All right. Then um, when I was first setting up my prices, I was asking him and all this stuff, and he was saying, um, he was saying, all right, this is the thing with money. 
And it's like, if you, if you come, if your prices are too low, people with money are going to say, what's wrong with them? Mm-hmm. That's their immediate assumption. It's not, oh man, he's cheap. It's something ain't right here. You know, yeah. he's not good. Mm-hmm. So it's, um, I definitely rather, if people ask me, that's when I become like a dickhead about it. And I'm like, okay, these are my prices. Since you don't want to tell me your budget, this is my price. Like ain't no budget. You ain't getting no discount. You know, no nothing. Right. Because you wouldn't answer my question that I asked you very politely to answer and tell me your budget, you know. So um, you get stuck with what you get stuck with. Yeah, that's funny that you said that because I I talked to a guy who's uh, pretty big in branding and marketing um, and works with some pretty well-known companies. um, And he said the exact same thing. He said there's a a point where where you're at that, you know, you're too expensive for cheap people. Mm-hmm. And you're too cheap for expensive people. Mm-hmm. So, like you said, like the cheap people see you and you're like, well, that's crazy. Nobody has ever paid that for a video. Mm-hmm. And then the expensive people are like, you know, this video looks good, but there's got to be something off. Like, this mm-hmm. must have been their best video ever, and this is the only one I can see. Mm-hmm. Or he must have like a hundred that are terrible, and he just likes <laughs> these couple the most. Yeah. Um, or, you know, maybe he's not a real business. Maybe he's just, you know, scamming people, or maybe he's, you know, doesn't have insurance, or maybe he doesn't have very much experience. Right. Um, but yeah, it's so, you know, there's, you're right. And your, your friend was right that there are those people with that mindset. You know, if, if I've got a $5,000 budget or let's say I got a $10,000, right. And I'm trying to buy a used car. Mm-hmm. You think if somebody comes at me with a $3,000 car, I'm going to be like, this might be the deal I'm looking for. No, mm-hmm. because if it's the same car I'm looking at for 10 grand, like why would that one be three? Mm-hmm. Like either it's stolen, like something's about to fall off of it. Something wrong with it. It's got flood damage. Something. Check the VIN number. Something. Right? I don't want it. <laughs> yeah. Because you know, like, you know your budget. You know what things are worth. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's a great tip um, as far as prices go. Um, was there a two-part question to that one, or was that just a one-part question? Um, oh, no, it was a two-part, but we answered both parts. Okay. The one-two yeah. piece. The one-two combo. The one-two combo. Bojangles. Uh, quick story about Bojangles, and then you know I'll let Chaz get back to hosting. I ate Bojangles for breakfast this morning. Did you? That ain't the story, but go ahead. So, there was a time, um, I guess it's been about 12 or 13 years ago, um, where I proposed to my wife. And so what we did, uh, I took her out and went to where we had our first kiss. And it was was in a park, um, and it was actually on the swings. Uh, So I was pushing her on the swings... And oh. then went, <laughs> don't, don't, don't do your eyebrows like this. <laughs> uh, I was pushing on the swings and then, <clears throat> you know, when she stopped, I went around the front and we had our first kiss. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was very sweet, very romantic. Um, so after that, you know, I think it was like two years later, we went to the same park and I pushed her on the swings. And then this time I came around the front of her and instead of kissing her, I got down on one knee and asked her to be my wife. Oh, he's so sweet. So the whole point is, to celebrate, we were both very excited. We went straight to Bojangles and got the Cajun filet biscuit combo. That's what I had for breakfast, man. Is it? Yeah. That's why we get along. I know. I know yeah. this. So that's that's what I just wanted to say. Don't never discount Bojangles. You got the the Cajun <laughs> fries, the Cajun filet. You got macaroni. They they got dirty rice. <laughs> Every, everything at Bojangles is worth having. <laughs> Doug, I'm that's, so lost. Right that's now. My, 
I am too, but that's my nugget of the day. Okay. I, like I don't even remember nugget. how we got there. I like that nugget of the day, man. My hey, chicken man. nugget of the day. Hey, man. You know what? You, you should tell, hey, everybody, if you're on Instagram, I need you to listen. Listen right now. There's, if you've ever seen Aaron. Don't do it. Don't do it. There's this other guy. He has 2.7 million viewers on, oh, he's so um, funny. on freaking Instagram. This guy is super funny, man. His name is actually, I guess it's Aaron, too. It's, it is. It's A R R O N. Yeah, I've got two A's, one R. Um, yeah. Last name is C R A C A L L. Yo, this guy looks just <laughs> like Aaron, but Aaron's bald and this guy has hair. Yeah. But he looks just like him and Aaron denies it. Like I don't. Well, because he, he's like twice my size. He denies it. And I, I showed everybody that I saw. I was like, hey, look at these pictures. I screenshotted Aaron <laughs> and I screenshotted this guy. And they looked at the pictures and they was like, wow, man, he lost a lot of weight. Man, tell him congratulations. <laughs> Nobody said Dude, those stop, are two bro. different people. Bro. Well, that's but, just you're just asking the wrong people, man. <laughs> it's because we've got the same beard. And the same face, okay? Oh, but so we don't look yeah, the they, same. But they don't look the same. Yeah, yeah. All right, anyways, I need you to drop that nugget of the day music so we can get up out of here. You go pick All up right. the kids. You so, ready? Here we go. Do, do, do. Nugget of the day. That's not going to be the actual nugget of the day, but that's just what I got for now. Go ahead. Uh, all right, whatever. <laughs> so, so one thing that saved me um, about three years ago during off-season, guys, and I don't know, you know, if it's up to you, it's... I got bills to be paid, a mortgage and all this good stuff. So Mm -hmm. what I did, man, and talk about humbling yourself, um, I drove for Uber. Um, Mm. It's it's as much freedom as you can get while making money. Like you can drive it whenever you want to drive it. You cannot drive it whenever you want to drive it. I would drive it during the day, during a certain time. And other than that, I was editing. doing my editing on the side and, you know, doing whatever business stuff that I needed to take care of. And whenever I had a shoot, I would just go do the shoot. And whenever I was chilling, wasting time, I would drive for Uber. Um, Mm -hmm. That's always an option. You got to go by their rules and stuff, you know, with the cars and uh, insurance and whatever else. But if you got a, you know, pretty decent car, you don't mind driving. um, It's a way to make some extra money. Keep them bills paid. Keep that food on the table, guys. So that's my nugget of the day, man. You got anything you want to hit the um the, the crew with? <clears throat> no, I'm just gonna say it one last time, just so everybody gets the you know the entire point that I want to make. Don't be too proud to work, um, because there's worse things you can do for money, um, and you know letting your bills get behind or you know not eating. Like don't don't feed your family ramen noodles. Shoot that $60 video. Mm-hmm. Buy some real groceries. Get that chicken. Yeah, mm-hmm. at least get some uh, a pack of chicken. There you go. You know, and some, some cornbread, something. Something. Some of that winter food. You know, stuff to keep some weight on you. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, don't don't be afraid, guys. Uh, don't feel like a failure if you've got to take a job that you don't really want to take. Um, because at the end of the day, you're making money doing something you love to do. And that's yep. always a win. That's it. Uh, in my opinion, it's that's victory. That's it, um, man. And like I said, it, it beats working over at Sonic or Burger King or anywhere for me. I don't want to work anywhere ever again, but mm. you know what I'm saying. Um, <clears throat> if that's all we got, 
uh, you know, like always, we appreciate you guys listening. We appreciate the subscribers and the comments, the ratings, the stars, the hearts, the thumbs ups. Mm-hmm. Um, like us, comment, you know, let us know what you want to hear, how you want to hear it, who you want to hear it from. And, you know, as always, have a good one. Peace.